All right. I came up with a, a bit of a song. I think it's a pretty good one. Okay. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to go into the studio later this week and produce it. Who knows? That's, but, exciting. Uh, That's very exciting, Dom. Yeah, I, I, I came up with it in the shower. And uh, I, I'm already moving forward with it in my mind. Uh, I came up with the hook, and now uh, I'm coming up with the other parts of the song. So as soon as I come up with all the other parts of the song, I'm going to get into the studio. Sure, you just need a little tasty, it, you know? tasty look. I just go uh, yeah, with the so, hook into and just go with the hook into the studio, man, and the rest will just come out of you. That's what I'm thinking. I yeah. mean, because it's already coming out of me. Here, I'll, <laughs> I'll just go with the hook. Uh, 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 it goes, um, she was looking so good that I almost took the Lord's name in vain. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, she's looking good. Mm. I almost cussed. I don't know. That's, that's, that's <laughs> hold a on, hold I'm on. coming no. up with it. You Is know? the girl's name gracious? Because that'd be real cool. Oh. Be like very princess if she, if her name was gracious and you would be like goodness gracious. I I I like I like that Paul. It's it I'm adds a little, it, man. It's a little texture to it. Just that's all I'm thinking. I was just gonna say maybe her name is is Grace. Uh huh. And I I I I the gracious is like I'm gracious for Grace. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's great. Uh huh. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. I think it's I think it's about a timid man, a it's man a clean, who doesn't want to take the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> yeah, it's a good clean song. Everyone can love it and not feel I th- bad. I thought that maybe it could be a little bit of a Christian slow jam. Are we trying to get the Christian family demographic? Or are we trying to go for the like? It seems really family and wholesome, but then you're really just working in some curse words secretly. Like, or like is the there like conspiracy? Some- if you seek Amy. I don't know if you're aware of that song, but I if you don't know it, that. Please, it was one of her later chat. hits. But if you if you seek Amy, makes no sense when you realize, oh, it's F U C K. What? Oh, holy shit! So, huh. so see, so if you I think a little of this that, song. I, uh, goodness gracious, here, I think of this song as a healing song. I don't know. That's the impression I'm getting. That it's going to try and. Uh, Fix the divide that we have in our society today. It is. I really it think is. it it's will. Go, it's it's going to be targeted toward that Christian demographic, but not a song that's overly about Jesus. But it's sexy still. Yeah, but it's sexy because I want to let everyone know that it's okay to be sexy. And the and sexy feelings that this per, that the, that your protagonist is feeling are okay. Yeah, they're okay. And he's expressing them in a mild way. Right. Later on, it might get a little... You know, r- rated R. But, <laughs> you know, right now we're we're PG. Okay, I can see where this goes. Um, That's a beautiful while, song. <laughs> Thank while you. you work on the song, by the way, I assume Goosebuds will have an exclusive first listen when the track's done. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll make sure. Much like you know, a hip hop radio station, you got to come here first to drop yeah. your hot new track. Uh, I what would is suggest this? Not, power power. Power 66. Power 66. Oh, 106. 106. 66. Get 666 in there. The birds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. What's our DJ names? Oh, snap. Paul, what is yours, man? You got to tell me. You know what mine is already. Oh, DJ. DJ Fish. (laughs) Fresh Fish. Fresh I don't know. I was thinking of like a flopping fish or something. It was making me laugh, so I went with it. DJ Battered Fish Dick. Oh, my God. That's pretty (laughs) good, actually. Butter Battered Fish Dick. Very much EDM band. 
an EDM DJ for sure. Um, I'm DJ my, Big Bear, my old college name for sure. Oh, I love that. That's so com- yeah. that's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. It makes you just come I am on DJ, in. I, I'm DJ Cloud. DJ, DJ Cloud. Cloud? Wait, yeah, hold no, on. you know what? DJ Bo, as in Rainbow. Dude, you are on a <laughs> rainbow trip this last week. You yeah, went to th- a like a wilderness trip for a day, and now all you're doing is talking about rainbows all and the time. And now he's the Rainbow Man. Uh, now all I do is send the rainbow emoji. What can I say? I, I have a theory. So you went to Sequoia National Forest. I got to think you maybe you talked to some sort of a, like elvish uh, a, a character, maybe a, a drow sylvan, or like a, a sylvan uh, folk. Yeah, a fawn. A, a Paul? A sylvan folk. A sylvan folk. Uh, yeah. You know, I did. I did wander around and uh uh, on my own, there was no one out there, and I, I did drink some of the water. So, oh, oh you drank some drank, wash. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Did you drink out of a pond? Uh, a, no, it was like running water. Okay, but it was still. It was you drank out of a out of a glade in a in a forest. Yes. Oh yeah, you got you got wood spores in you now, dude. You're part of the woods. Well, I was hoping that it would be like Lord of the Rings, where I drank some of the water and then yeah. I started to grow it even more. Well, that's what it makes sense because those big old trees are out there. I figure they're having this stuff. If I Hold have, on. It, probably. You tried to become an ent this weekend. Oh, you got me! <laughs> you didn't even think about us. You went out and tried to become an ant without us, dude. Dude, oh. I try to become an ant and say goodbye to the world of technology. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm tired of these jobs. I'm going to go but, plant myself in the ground for a bit. But, Dom, if you drink that end wash too bad, you're going to get too tall. And then you're going to have birds laying, like living in your head. And then you're going to like live longer than us, too. And you're going to have to watch us die at some point. You're going to be like old and tall and nearly immortal. And you're going to watch us Yeah, you're like old. a vampire, but, but a tree mm, vampire. Mm-hmm. And friendly. That's not yes. a life you want. And you live with, like like... Chad said you'll have a bird in your hair and do you want that? I know you don't like birds that much. Uh, I no. No, I don't want that. If you what if you guys live in my branches, you guys can oh. clear away the birds, shoo them away, oh, yell at them when make, they come and land okay. and then you guys won't have to die away from me. You can die in my branches. <laughs> oh great. Our skeletons <laughs> just clutching to your big horned branches. I love it. We'll we'll I love it. We'll feed your roots. Like we'll go back into you. We'll become a part I of love you it. when we die. That's such a great idea. And then I'll grow even more powerful. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen that you're all. supposed to like bury yourselves? Like that's the new thing is bury yourself in a pod and it goes into a tree. That's, like, that's wait, the hip is new that thing. Real? Is that real? I've seen those before. It's like a service where you can like. That's totally be, real, isn't it? They put your corpse like in like a weird like teardrop pod and then put like it, a, a tree in it. You're like a human Keurig cup. Yeah. Right. And then they put a tree. <laughs> and I love the idea of it. But then everyone's like, you know, there's like so many terrible things in your body that you're killing that tree. Like you're. <laughs> yeah. The human body is not natural. We have so much Red Bull and like. Yeah, I was going to say all the, all the monster energy drinks I drank made me like 30 percent plastic. Yeah, yeah. You just make him a dead haunted tree at most, which is actually Twizzlers cool made me strong. Jesus <laughs> and Twizzlers made me strong. Okay. And it's going to make nature strong, too. All right, fine. We'll plant you in a tree. We'll see how it goes. Dumb. I'm down to die in your lofty branches as long as you sing me goodness gracious the whole time. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I like it's still in my head, guys. It's going to happen. I'm going to make that song turn into an end. Have Paul die in my branches while I sing to him. <laughs> and uh, this episode is going to be great. <laughs> uh, speaking of episodes, uh, welcome to Goosebuds episode 30, guys. Oh, I got 30. Yeah. This is an uh, old podcast. Dirty 30. That's the phrase. Pa- 
yeah, I did yeah, dirty thirty like the Philadelphia Eagles, right, Paul? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, one of the sports talk radios uh, that we that Paul and I really dislike. They uh, a long time ago when they drafted Donovan McNabb, they had they had put together the Dirty Thirty, <laughs> and it was just thirty like trashy Philly guys who booed Donovan McNabb when wait, he was drafted. Wait, they I would like they were in the they, studio and they would just like cut to them. Holy no, shit! Well, they, they the draft is like a live event where anybody oh, can go, right. and the they were holding it in Philadelphia and, that year. Yeah, and Philadelphia had a high pick. I think we had the number like one that. pick. Yeah, I think we had the number one pick, and we took McNabb instead of Ricky Williams. I had no or idea that that was a coordinated effort by the radio station to do that. I thought that was by just Angelo a, Cataldi. Oh my yeah. god! I thought it was just an impromptu effort by the hate the, the hate filled Philadelphia fans. Donnie Dumpster and the Dumpster Boys. (laughs) Is that really his name? (laughs) No, that's the name I gave them. (laughs) I actually kind of believe that was their name. (laughs) Uh, Sports radio is just like so much toxic stuff. Like, it feels like those guys are the the breeds of hate. Yeah, I kind of don't like sports radio all that much because it kind of takes the players and then everyone can judge the players and go right. oh this guy's a bad guy this guy's a good guy whatever but you know we we just we're, th- we're just tangenting today yeah you have the cubs announcers who like put out hits on that guy who dropped uh dropped the ball during the world series game yeah, or the Bartman. Yep. yeah they were like uh-huh. yeah leak- i was in chicago i lived near chicago at that time and they were like leaking his address and like he works here go find him like that's like something from the Warriors where the radio announcer is like saying where <laughs> yeah. the Warriors are. It's terrifying. Yeah, giving, <laughs> giving, yeah, giving like GPS locations. Yeah, I it sounds like the bad I boys are skipping down Third Street. Yeah. I think he got vindicated this year. Or not this year. Or was this year where they won, right? Or was it last year? Yeah, yeah. The, the, he, I think he had to like move his life, though. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a good documentary uh, that they did on ESPN called Catching Hell that's about that. It's pretty interesting. All right, so uh, enough talking about me and, and Chad dying in your tree arms, Tom. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's read a book. We're going to go on an adventure today, right? It's been a while. It has been. It, it's I been... think I want to give myself goosebumps, guys. I just want to. Yeah, I don't, wanna, I don't want a man, an old man, to give me goosebumps today. I want to give them to myself. I want Paul to give me goosebumps. <laughs> I, I can't believe it's been 15 episodes since we did yeah. this. It feels like yesterday we went on... An adventure with our grandmother, our secret that, agent grandmother, and that fucking uh, werewolf I, cave. I think, I think the one at, we did one after that, Night in we? Werewolf Woods. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. remember werewolf uh, wolves? We didn't encounter a werewolf the entire time. <laughs> That's right. We fell down that weird hole. <laughs> yep. Oh, we went into a monster's mouth. It was a vor episode. That's right. Oh, that was so scary. Oh, I hate giant <laughs> monsters. Ooh, <laughs> I just gave myself <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that, that in mind, uh, Paul, I believe you've never gotten to do this yet. You will be our DM, so to speak, right? I will be DMing today. We're going to read uh, Little Comic Shop of Horrors. Not Little Shop of Horrors, Little Comic Shop. So oh, fun, that's what play. he's doing with the title. Oh, fun RL. play, yeah. You rascal. You know there's going to be an Audrey 2 in there. Oh, I, I, well, here's, here's the thing I'm really excited about. Before we get into it, I don't want to call any of the shots. RL has been notorious for a lack of knowledge of comic books. Or or an accidental extreme depth of knowledge. Yeah, of he'll reference like an extreme like new X-Men that you had no idea he knew. He so, talked about X-Force in book one, apparently. So this will be interesting to see where he goes with it. 
Yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested to see if he tries to drop some like heavy comics knowledge on us, because I kind of think he might be a comic nerd deep down inside. I think he like he saw kids reading comic books and he was like, you think that's so? Not, that's not real reading. The real reading is wonderful stories. <laughs> like goosebumps. Is Read goose, a goosebumps. As, as he's writing it on his typewriter, <laughs> these are the only good stories. That was, was starting to be sung there, Chad. They're dumb. <laughs> Read that's, a goosebumps. Read a goosebumps. <laughs> yes. Like a, uh, I, I did want to say that he is writing man thing now. So that's maybe the he's thing. a little bit of a nerd. I know. I'm very interested. We will cover that at some point, by the way. Also, um, we, we were supposed to, I believe it was voted on uh, the Patreon. P- the uh, Patreon Page, patrons yeah. got to vote on which book we were going to read this time around. And Purple Peanut Butter won. But, but it's Paul's turn to read. We realized Paul has not had a turn. So we'll do Purple Peanut Butter soon. That'll be the next one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the very next one the, that we do. That's, but, that's Dom's book. So Dom had to, you know, it was reserved for him. And it's my turn. It was a very close poll. It was like two people changed. So, you know, in the interest, we'll do both. We each get a vote, too. So we put it over for this. Oh, yeah. crap. I forgot to vote. God damn yeah, it. We did vote. Well, that's we what did. happens. That's what happens, Chad. You don't go vote and uh, <laughs> you don't get what you want. No, you're right. Okay, well let's let's get into this uh, comic book store. Uh, but if, if I think if people want to vote on these things, they should become a patron, oh! baby. Patreon.com/slash/goosebuds, <laughs> baby. What a what a smooth plug there, Dom. What a smooth setup. Uh, while you reflect and think about your choices, you either voted or didn't vote on. Uh, let's get into this story, Paul. Will you take us away? Welcome to the little comic shop of horrors, boys. Mm. Ready? Yes. I, yes. Thought, I thought after school clubs were supposed to be fun, you grumble. You love comic books, and Comic Club sounds, sounded cool. But it's run by Horace Grumbacher, the dullest <laughs> kid in school. <laughs> I hate Horace. Fucking Horace. How could someone make a subject like comic books boring? Horace manages. He, click, he clicks his slide projector to, wow, this is dated, to a, pic, a picture of a comic book cover. <laughs> Here's the first issue starring Super Doer. Okay, he doesn't know anything about comics. It's, it's official. <laughs> Super Doer. Super Doer. He drones. Super Doer is the most placeholder superhero name I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wasn't droning enough. I'm going to drone for the rest of his dialogue. Today, it's worth nearly $200,000. Click. And here's the first appearance of Ballistic Bug. That sounds kind of cool. That's actually pretty this, dope. Yeah. This comic goes for nearly 20000 as if any kid in this club can afford that, you think. The projector clicks again, and a horror comic appears on the screen. Excellent. You love horror. But Horace can, make ev- can even make horror dull. This issue of The Seller of Scary Stories went for $1,600, he lectures. An ugly face sneers at you from the comic cover. Yuck. It looks like a rotten pumpkin with warts. You turn away and notice the classroom clock. How did it get so late? You run outside. It's time to see a ho- in time to see a. Ho- I thought it said it's time to see a horrible sight. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. <laughs> oh no! You groan. What's wrong? Find out on page two. I can click. I'm doing this through the magic of Kindle, and I click on it, and it just happens. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's wonderful. The school bus is already a block away. It left without you. Been there. Relatable. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Horace. Horace, you growl. 
Because of his boring lecture, now you have to walk home. If you follow the same route as the bus, you won't get home for hours. You decide you'd better try a shortcut, even though it means going through a part of town you've never seen before. You walk... We don't get a choice yeah, there? Yeah, RL nope. just made that choice for us. I guess we nope. decided that. This yep. is predeterminism here. You walk mm. and walk along your shortcut. With every step you take, your book bag gets heavier. The area you're cutting through looks a little weird. The buildings are old and dingy. The stores huddle together as if they're holding each other up. And the stuff in the window is in the windows is very weird. You pass a clothing store that seems to be selling Halloween costumes, even though Halloween is months away. Mm. And those dolls in that toy shop window, they look like vampires. You've re- <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. You've re- Sorry. Sorry, that's just funny. It's, it's interesting. You've, you're relieved when you spot a store for vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Who's the horse now? I, I added that part. That's normal, you think. And next to it, hey, a comic shop. Want to visit? Go to page three. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's or- classic. We could have gone to the vampire doll store, but I, I guess not. Yeah, I want to buy a little vamp. Okay, but fine. Let's go to the comic book store. Sure. We're going uh, to be going for a while. What were you going to say, Dom? Is it Monsters High dolls? Is that what? That oh, was those do look like vampires. Some of them do. One of them little is a vampire. Vampires. Guys, the lore of Monster High is some of them are vampires, okay? Like, they're different <laughs> girl versions of monster characters, and maybe I think the concept is fun. Okay? Maybe, maybe we're weird to them, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the comic shop. <laughs> you, you step inside. The comic shop is dimly lit. You can barely make out the comics on spinning racks. Beyond, in deeper shadows, are tables with row after row of boxes. There are, these are back issues where collectors look for treasures. Thanks for the note. The owner stands behind a cash register. He looks familiar with his round face and warts, but you can't place him. He's the pumpkin from earlier. He grunts when he <laughs> sees you. Humph, kids. Well, yeah, his main demographic. Well, mm. who does he expect to come in and buy comics? Exactly, me. As you walk past him, the store owner calls out, leave your bag up here. You scowl. Why is he treating you like a thief? You think about leaving, but you... But you'd like a rest from walking, and besides, you really want to check out the comics. Strolling around the racks, you notice the latest issue of Major Disaster. You bought it just a week ago. This guy has a sticker on it for half price. Walking a little faster, you start picking up comic books. Doesn't the owner know what these things are worth? The deeper into the store you go, the darker it gets. A pair of bookcases block your way, but there's a little space between them. You see light coming through the crack. Uh, You're going to push through, guys. You have no choice. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. You squeeze between the bookcases into an open area. A dusty light bulb dangles from the ceiling. In its dim glow, you make out another spinning rack of comics. A sign taped to the top of the rack says, You think this is a library? Look, but don't touch, or you'll be sorry. Mm, you, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, yeah definitely. This guy's, this guy's just a smart comic store owner. That's all. Uh, I worked in a comic store, and that is not the policy we have. Okay? <laughs> really? You were cool? You were allowed to browse? Uh, yeah, we had one kid who used to come in, and uh, we used to call him the booby looker, because um, he, he would he would he would he would walk around like be like, oh, this action figure is interesting. Oh, this issue of Superman's is interesting. Ah, oh, let me just pick up this issue of Big Titty Tarot, <laughs> and then he'd go into the back of the store and he'd look through the titty comics, and then he'd put them back and he'd buy the other shit. So. 
you know. So he just came in for his titty looks and paid for everything. He got the titty look for free, and then the- got a little tit fix. <laughs> he, oh, so he at least would he would at least buy something. He wasn't just leaving immediately. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, if you let people look at the breasts, they'll buy. They something. might get they might get money horny and spend some of it. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that. Uh, so the booby looker. We are the booby looker. And we are in now. This store. Yeah. Uh, you peer at the comics on the rack. Whoa! <laughs> that's that's the issue of Ballistic Bug from Horace's slideshow. That couldn't have been more appropriate. The comic is marked for two bucks, and up there on the top rack is that the incredibly expensive copy of Super Doer? Then you notice something else: a doorway behind the rack. Metal stairs lean downward to the basement. You guess the pla- uh, An arrow-shaped sign <laughs> points down the stairways. It reads "Horror." There's also a tattered sign on the open doorway. You try to make out the faded letters. It seems to say, no admittance, trespassers will be glomped. Glomped? What? What's that? Yeah. (laughs) You don't really care. You ask the question, but you don't really care. All you care about is making a tough decision. Should you take a closer look at the rack, or should you go down to the horror section? So you want to check out the rack, or do you want to go... Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, logically, we will become so rich if we stay with this rack. Uh-huh. The horror comics are our interest, but uh, this rack, it, I think we're going to make a lot of money if we get these books, right? You can't just mention that, like, maybe you see one and then not look at it. I, I don't know. It might be a trap, but we got to look at it. The rack. You're wanting, you guys want to do the rack. Yeah, I think it's a dead end, but we got to check it out. You're in this for the money. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going we're gonna to check out the rack on page 12. You've got to see if that $2 comic is really the famous first issue of Superdoer. But when you grab the spinner rack, it starts to turn by itself. Still mm-hmm. worse, the metal rack seems to have glued itself to your hand. You can't what? let go. Yeah, this is happening. Your jaw drops as the moving rack yanks you off your feet. You're dragged around in a circle, and the rack keeps speeding up. I have a feeling you guys are going to get fucked. Soon to your <laughs> Soon to your heart. To your heart, you can't touch the floor anymore. It's like some sort of weird carnival ride. The rack is whizzing around and you're flying through the air. Hey, hey, mister, you yell at the store owner, but the words are torn from your lips by a screaming wind. What? (laughs) (laughs) You feel as if you're caught in a tornado. (laughs) You clench your teeth to keep from groaning. This is horrible. Your body is stretched out like you're a warm piece of taffy. You You shift your grip. One hand touches a comic on the rack. (laughs) The comic starts to glow. Now suddenly there's a pull. You're being sucked into the glowing comic. Whoa! Fly to page 103. Yes! We're going into a comic? This is perfect. That's great. That's what I wanted. Okay, cool. This is a land of the law situation. I thought we were dead for sure. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Your body feels as if giants have been using you for a game of tug of war. You're sick and dizzy from, sp- from the spinning, but you notice something is wrong. The world seems strangely flat. The colors are very bright. You peer up at an incredibly blue sky. Sky, wait a minute. How did you get outside? An elbow jabs you. Someone steps on your foot. You aren't just outside, you're in a crowd. And what a crowd! You're packed in so tightly, you can barely move. The person behind you is actually breathing down your neck. Could this be a parade? That's probably what I would think. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Getting a little claustrophobic here. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. freaking me out. What's going on, you ask? No one answers you, but a voice cries, Here it comes! A shadow falls across <laughs> you. <laughs> when you see what's blocking the sunlight, your eyes grow big. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, I read that completely wrong. It's like, <laughs> it's a gigantic tin can. I could have sworn it said tit can. With arms, <laughs> it's got tits on my brain, and thanks to booby looker. Got that tit fix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
with arms, legs, and a head. No, it's a robot. I don't believe this. You gasp in a strangled voice. I thought it was the guy oh, you're again. You're suddenly an old man. Like, I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was the here it comes guy again. <laughs> you better believe it. This thing as big as a skyscraper and it's striding straight for you. Guess what, guys? We're going to page 69. Oh, shit. Oh, Hell yes. Yeah. Yikes. You shout, everybody run. You push, you shove, you try to get out of the giant robot's path, but the crowd is too thick. You're trapped. Hey, a whiny voice says in your ear, I know you. You turn and spot a familiar face in the crowd. It's a kid from school named Wally. Come to think about it, he hasn't been in class lately. (gasps) Where are we, you cry? What's going on? You just got here on the Spinner Rack Express, huh? Wally asks. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'll make this fast. You're stuck inside a comic in the comics books universe. (laughs) <laughs> you roll your eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. It's true, Wally insists. Now, here's the deal. We can shift from... Co- wow, this kid is just... Wow, he is exposition this. just he's, dropping. Here's the chalkboard moment. We can shift from comic to comic using a magic word, but if you use it too often, you'll turn into an ink blot. Whoa, hold oh, on. I'm yeah. sorry. That was just on. some rule they Those, just established. How would he... Okay, I don't know how would he even know that unless he's <laughs> seen someone else. If he said, like, oh, Jimmy was with me and Jimmy kept doing it and then he turned into an ink blot. Yeah, this was a this is a chance to have him have a moment where he, like, talks about the horrors he's witnessed, how he's lost many friends. Yeah, or, like, hold up an arm and be like, my arm was erased for jumping <laughs> yeah. too much or something. But, like, What? Okay, sure, whatever. What's the magic word? Oh, wait, here we go. He shudders. It happened to the kid I was with, Alex. Oh! He tried to leave this comic. Now he's just a smear. Wow, I called that. Cool. Yeah, good job. You glance anxiously. He didn't really feel for Alex much, though. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I hated no. him, that piece of shit. A little like, cold. He, he throws it on the ground and steps on the ink blot. like, fuck you, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> You're below me now, Alex. You glance, <laughs> <laughs> you glance anxiously at the robot. It's awfully close. We'll be smeared, too, if we don't get out of here, you declare. Turn to page 33. Yeah, the us st- <laughs> We're going. The crowd still isn't moving, and the robot is only a couple of giant steps away. Have you used the magic... Oh, wait, I keep getting people mixed, mixed up. Have you used these magic words, you ask? Wally nods. I started out in another comic. I was some superhero's dopey sidekick. Then I met Alex, and we came here. All you have to do is think of another comic and say the magic words. Whoa. Okay. That gets you another to another comic, but isn't there a way to get back home, back to the real universe, you ask? Wally glances at you. I think so. A mad scientist can send you. <laughs> what? Wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah, but you have to talk him into helping you. Oh, what? We're, we're, we are really just getting all our information from old Wally. Is yeah. Wally is Wally a god? Like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah, yeah. Wally is uh, is Groundhog Day. He's been in here for like hundreds of years. Okay. Sure. If we went the other path, was there like more of a natural way of discovering all <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. Then we just get Wally. We just get thrown into it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you can barely hear him. People are screaming and bumping into you. Where? What are the magic words? You beg. Wally closes his eyes, thinking. Then he yells, "Guess shot!" And he disappears. I'm sorry. Guess, what? Guest shot. Guest shot. Guest shot. Guest shot. What like does it's that a ge- mean? Like, like it's a guest writer or a I guest? Yes. Like a guest appearance on on like a, like a one shot kind of. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm does he mean like one shot? Is that what he means? Is he using the wrong lingo or really good lingo that we don't know? I think okay. he's just trying to make up his own lingo for this magic device. Okay. That uh, kind of works with comics. According okay. to dictionary.com, okay. a guest shot is an appearance as a guest, especially on a television show. 
Okay, that makes sense. So our, our okay. is putting in some weird random TV term that no <laughs> kid would lingo. know. Yeah, Maybe okay. this is something he picked up on the set of Eureka's Castle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, right what you know, man. Right yeah. what you know, baby. Okay, guest shot. Wally disappears. You think of the two comics you'd been studying on the comic rack. Both of them have mad scientist villains. Will the magic words take you to them? Time to find out. You close your eyes. Are you guys ready? To yeah. visit the world of Superdoer, go to page 104. Oh, if you fuck. like Ballistic Bug better, turn to page 66. I, I mean, Dom, I think we know the answer, right? I think yeah, you do. Yeah, fuck Superdoer. Let's go to Ballistic Bug. Yeah. Yeah, I like knew that Doom was Doom Patrol type stuff. Let's go for it. Guys, Superdoer. Who, I, how, how could any comic called Superdoer be worth anything? He sounds it's like super he's just, doer. He sounds, he's like he super sucks and he does super boring <laughs> shit. <laughs> he probably does good stuff like, say, goodness gracious. What? Is that bad, Paul? <laughs> no, I'm just saying as a as a character, it's a very good gotcha, thing to do. Gotcha. And he it's, probably says good gravy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right, 66. You shriek at the top of your lungs. Get shot! When you open your eyes, everything is still dark. For a second, you think it's the shadow of the robot's foot coming down. Then you realize it's nighttime. What a sigh. With a sigh, you lean against a nearby brick wall. You made it. You're safe. Of course, now you have to find out where you are. Too bad it's so dark. Suddenly, yellow light light glares around you. You blink. You're blinded. Then you hear a faint buzz. It rises to a whine. Your dazzled eyes see a figure in a tight brown costume with flashing insect wings coming out of its back. Yes! Ballistic bug. You're in big trouble, the bug says menacingly. Trouble? (laughs) You look down. There are tools in your hand. You also notice an open safe next to you. Uh-oh. You're a, bu- you're a burglar. Ballistic bug doesn't like burglars. You better jump to someplace new and fast. What? To jump To jump to a different adventure of Ballistic Bug, turn to page 70. To try a totally new comic, turn to page 61. Wait, so it doesn't tell you what the new comic's going to be, right? No, you're basically going to stay in Ballistic Bug or grab bag it. I... Don, what do you think? I got a grab bag here, baby. I, 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 I don't like Ballistic Bug as of right now. <laughs> wow, if he hates, really? If he hates burglars. Wait, what? don't you associate with that? What, that I hate burglars? No, that, that he hates burglars because we're not a burglar. He's a good villain. He's a good hero. I don't, I don't see yeah, the world but, black and white like Ballistic, like Ballistic Bug does. Exactly. Like, I, I, would, I, I would hope that there would be an opportunity to talk this out, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with your, your side. We can, we can ch- go to another one. I'm just kind of bummed that we got led to a, like, are you sure you want to do Ballistic Bug? But... Yeah, right, listen. right. Yeah, well, okay. I'm sorry. Fortune I favors wait. the bold. Let's let's grab bag it. You're grab bagging. Okay. I hope I didn't sure. influence that too much. I don't feel like I'm a bad DM. No, no, no I just I, I I'm just willing to see what other comic good uh, he came up with. You know, that's well, that's what I'm. That's looking true. But to. also, what are you picturing? Ballistic bug. I'm picturing like essentially like a Heracross beetle mutant, like a Hulk, but a beetle. I'm or, thinking blue beetle, but yellow. Okay, <laughs> that's no, that's probably, that's probably true. Yeah, with gross hair on him. Gross hair, just like sticking out of his suit. Ugh, yeah, yeah, and mandibles. Yeah, okay, that sounds great. Like the ant from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like a little, yeah. like a little fiber hairs all over them. Ugh. Ugh. Sure, you guys are gonna be real disappointed. Page sixty-one. But what comic will you jump to? One of your favorites is Silent Sal, the comic book about teenagers. What? But, what? <laughs> but there are no mad scientists there. Even worse, guys. Well, you could try Super Doer. 
Oh what? shit! You're in Super Doer now, no, guys. Fuck no, fuck off! No, what? what? He only knew of two other comics. <laughs> oh, but you he better really... stay in Comic Club a little longer. Damn, he's got to learn some shit. But okay. you better make up your mind fast. Ballistic Bug is zooming straight at you. He's gonna flatten you. Wait, what hey, was the, what was the does huge he one? just kill burglars? <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> I think he just smashes them. Yeah. What was the uh, other comic choice called? It was just another ballistic bug you were going to... Oh, wait, the one that you just yeah, thought the of? Yeah, the boring youth one, yeah. S- Silent Sal, the comic book about teenagers. Si- I, I mean, I almost kind of want to go there. Like, I want to know... know yeah. <laughs> I, I almost... I hate the name Super Duper so much. I'm sure it's just a bunch of, like, Superman parodies and stuff. Yeah, I and kind what, of, what is Sal's deal, you know? I got to know about Silent Sal. I know it's going to be a dead end, but, like, we got to... I got to try it. I know. Actually, I think you might... You guys might be in luck. I might have been wrong. Hey, you've got it. There's another comic book that you like. It's a group... It's about a group of mutants. Why? Wi- yes. Wise guys. Not W-I-S-E. The letter Y apostrophe S, guys. Their Ugh. leader... Mm. Their leader is super scientist. That's the same thing as a mad scientist, right? Ballistic okay. Bug's fist is about a foot from your nose. Keeping the wise guys in mind, you yell, guest shot. Wait, just, hold on. Sorry. Yeah. Did he just, we made the choice for Silent Sal, and then the choice was he remembered another comic? You made the choice for Grab Bag, and he thought of three different comics. Okay, okay, and he, sorry. And he, and he chose wise guys for you, which, oddly, Silent Sal and Super Duo are italicized. Wise guys isn't, so I don't know what that means about wise guys. So this is X-Men, right? I am way more on board this. I yes. think it might be, yeah. Okay, because there's professor- the Y-Men, which is another thing in the X-Men, so this would be like the Y-Men. Yeah, are, like, these, are these like the Italian X-Men, the wise guys? <laughs> I think so, I think the, I, which could be really bad for you guys. Oh, yeah, okay. It's going to be a lot, of, a lot of gesticulating and a lot of anger. I'm on board, let's do it. Uh, also, you said guest shot twice already in about two minutes time. So you're going to be an inkblot very yeah, soon. Yeah, we're not tracking this at all. No. We should, look, someone write down that we've already said it twice. I'd like to know the number of times before you become an inkblot. Just before his fist connects with your jaw, ballistic bug fades out. Woo! You start to fade into another scene. But before you can make out any details, look out, a voice yells. Fade in fully on page 74. You glance up. A huge hammer is hurtling toward your head. You throw up your hands, but you know that won't stop the, fu- the falling hammer. You're dead. Your skin suddenly starts <laughs> to tingle. You're not dead. Don't worry. Okay. <sighs> I mean, you, were cl- you thought it, though. Your skin suddenly starts to tingle. Sparks fly around your hair. Then a lightning bolt flies from your head. It smashes the hammer to bits. That's dope. I think you guys picked the right comic. Okay, great. Cool, cool. You're cool now. Your jaw drops. You stare at the pieces of wrecked hammer. No way. This can't be happening, you blurt out. While you blink in disbelief, the wreckage fades away. You're in a bare, gleaming room with a grid on the, on the walls. You've seen, the, this, you've seen this place before. It's the Danger peril, room. It's the peril parlor. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Where wise guys practice their powers against holograms. Okay, he knows a couple things about comics, right? I At guess. least the X-Men. Yeah. At least the X-Men. Weird. Yeah. And that means you glance down at yourself. Sure enough, you're in the pink and blue uniform of the wise guys. And with that lightning bolt on your chest, you'd have to be, yo, Ragey. <laughs> That's your what? name. What? Ragey. Oh, sorry. Spell it. <laughs> R- all caps. R-A-Y dash G-E. Ragey. Oh. Ragey. I think you're, I think you're like 
Reggie, but you got Ray's. Okay, sure. Another pink and blue hero calls to you. Professor Y wants to see us. Professor Y, that's the scientist you want to see. Meet the professor on page 35. If he's in a wheelchair, I swear to God. Professor Y. Professor Y. All right, ready? Oh, yep. (laughs) You recognize the other hero. It's Stinky Stanley. Fuck off. (laughs) The mutant whose horrible breath is his weapon. Ugh. Oh, he should be in a comic with Silent Sal. That, prof- that actually is an X-Men, by the way. There is a dude who's like noxious Stinky fumes. Stanky Stanley? Yeah, it not his name, breath? Stinky Stanley, but there's definitely like noxious gas. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted What's to point his that name? Out. What's his name? Uh, fuck. Uh, what's it called? I just, I just read him. He was in like Wolverine and the X-Men. Uh, X-Men Smell Powers. Hold on. I don't I'll look it up in a second. It's okay. Like, anyway, keep going. I can keep reading. The professor is waiting, Stinky Stanley calls. <laughs> professor Yvis Yaboom is also known as Professor Y. He's a powerful mutant, the leader of Wise Guys, and a famous scientist. You follow mm-hmm. Stinky Stanley to join the rest of Wise Guys. Then a flying chair enters the room. Seated in it is Professor Y. He's hard to miss. After oh, he's all, got a flying, okay, he's so got a flying, flying chair. wheelchair. It's not dope. just a. Professor X had that too. That's fine. That's cool. No, he had a hovering one. This one is flying. Oh, so <laughs> it's just like zooming around the room the whole time he's talking. He's like, listen oh, to he me. Said it, it was it was a flying no, no, chair. I'm picturing him just like going, listen, children, as he's just bumping into all of the walls the whole time, <laughs> uncontrollably like floating around the room. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a someone chair. help me. I, I built. I'm too powerful. I built a too powerful of a chair, and I cannot. Control Get it. me down, please. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. His description differentiates him a good bit. He's hard to miss. After all, he's covered completely in red, in, in bright red hair. In fact, he looks like an ape, except for those serious, wise eyes. Wise guys, he exclaims in a deep Ugh. voice. My mental powers have detected a disturbance in the great flow of being. Somehow, aliens from beyond this universe have invaded. You gulp. Could Professor Y be talking about you? Oh, shit. You hope not, especially when you hear what else he ha- he's got to say. We must destroy these invaders immediately. To ask Professor Y more about these aliens, turn to page 17. To try to talk to the professor, to try to talk to professor out of his planned battle, turn to page 63. Huh. Huh, that's yeah. an interesting choice, actually. Uh, I imagine he's, he's ready to address the entire team. Um, we should probably just let him go on. Can right? I date one of the X-Men? This is like a fantasy <laughs> of mine. Can, I, can, we, can we focus on this? Can we find that page? Yeah, can you find the thing where there's a rogue metaphor and I get to date rogue? <laughs> I think we're going to have to listen to the professor then if we want to go down that path. Because yeah, if, we st- we, if we start trying to convince him otherwise, the other people on the team might be like, we don't like you, you're a weirdo now. Yeah, that's true, yeah, that's yeah. true. So you sure, guys want to sure. listen out, listen to his plan about the aliens. Let's hear the floating, hovering, flying man talk more about aliens. <laughs> okay, uh, flying ape man, Chad. Prof Sorry. Y. Profy. With wise eyes. You turn anxiously to the rest of the of the wise guys. <laughs> Wolfenbean, the fighting vegetable, and oh, Stinky Stanley look, God, <laughs> look confused. This... Hold on, ready for this? So does Jean Green. Fuck not... off. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just so like, if she's a green bean, I'm walking off this podcast right now. I have no idea. No, there, 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 was, two, there was three separate people there, or four separate people. Wolfenbean is one, which is yeah. Wolverine, I guess. The fighting vegetable. I don't know what the analog for that That's, is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and, and Jean Stinky Green. Stanley. And Jean Green. You're not sure what her power is, but you know it involves coming back from the dead. <laughs> what? All- what? What? Wait, that's like a weird meta thing about Phoenix. What the yep. fuck is... 
<laughs> they're all fierce spiders. What will they do if they discover you're the alien Professor Y is talking about? I think we got to play it cool here, guys. Yeah, they'll kill us. Yeah. Can you tell us more about these visitors, you ask? Yeah, Professor, Gene Green pipes up. How do we know they're evil? Sure, Wolf and Beam chimes in. Maybe they're just lost or something. This is ins- <laughs> they're just lost. This yeah. is the most idiotic team. <laughs> this isn't something to vote over, Professor Y growls. My marvelous mind powers warn me of danger. He closes his eyes as though he's listening to a tiny voice. Then he opens his eyes wide. Mm. One of the invaders is in this very room. He must be a shapeshifter. Um, Professor, oh, you begin. Professor Y whips around, pointing. You're the one. Find out who he's pointing at on page 134. I so hope they just, like, completely kill Jean Green. They just, like, blame her. Wouldn't that be great? It's about her, like, lynching. The hairy hand of Professor Y points right at you. Um, uh, it's not the smoothest answer. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the best you can do when your mouth is dry with terror. But Professor Y's hand swings past you to point at (laughs) Dickie Stanley. Yes, good, cool, (laughs) kill him. No, the professor cries. It's you. No, wait. <laughs> he turns to Jean Green. Now my powers point to you. Something very strange is going on. Then Professor Y goes on to one to one wise guy to another. And you and you. His voice drips with horror. Great googly moogly. This is literally what it says. You're all outside of the from the outside from outside of this universe. You stare at the other superheroes. <gasps> Could this be true? Could they all be kids who were sucked into comics? Death to the invaders, Professor Y snarls. He flings deadly hairballs at all of you. <laughs> what? what? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. When has it been established he has hair powers? Is he a cat man? What is happening with these Chad, characters? He flings de- deadly hairballs at you. You've seen these things in the comic. They can choke you to death. I hate this. <laughs> turn, to page, <laughs> turn to page 53. Static electricity cackles around you. Not only are they deadly, they're static electricity deadly. Sure. Lightning bolts zap from your head and blast the deadly hairballs in midair. Oh, you did it. Good shooting, Ragey, Jean Grey shouts. The other wise guys mob the professor. Get it? When the smoke clears, <laughs> all that's left of him is a scorched spot on the rug. His Whoa. mental power is right. He was in deadly danger. <laughs> they killed him. Jesus. <laughs> they turned him into a scorched spot. I don't even know how they did that. That has also happened in the X-Men before, so that's fine. Someone be- becoming just a black stain on the earth? Oh, Xavier gets killed a lot. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You turn to Wolfenbean. How? You begin. The Bean Warrior shrugs. A couple of months ago, I walked into this weird comic shop and reached for this this rack, Wolf and Bean grins. It's cool. I like being a superhero. But what about the danger, you ask? You could turn into an inkblot. What are you talking about, Wolf and Bean demands? You explain. No way, Wolf and Bean scoffs. We've got it made. Watch. Guest shout. Stop, you shout. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> the Bean Man's body shudders. He's melting. The rest of wise guys glare at you. You, Stinky Stanley shouts, this is all your fault. What? what? Defend yourself on page 132. You guys ready Wait, for this? Okay, hold on, guys... hold on. Just, just unpack everything that just happened. Yeah, okay. So, so theoretically, RL like surmises for a second, maybe they're all kids who are in the comic, which is a way more interesting idea. And then immediately just well, like... Well, I think he establishes that. And then, and then our character introduces the ability to jump through comics. And the guy goes, yeah, right. And he tries it and dies. <laughs> and then it's your oh, fault. Oh, is that what happened? Okay, sure, I guess. So 
you say that's what happened, right? I thought it was Wally. Who jumped? Wait, I thought Wally was the one that jumped. Wolfenbean did. Wally oh, Wolfenbean. did jump earlier. But that means he's jumped multiple times already. Because he knew the word. You never told him the word. But he said he said that like it takes multiple times. So unless Wolfenbean jumps the first time, unless is- he somehow figured out the word was guest shot on his own, he just denied that you could do it. Or no, he denied that you would turn into an ink blot. Right. So he knew- but I- <sighs> okay. Here's my pitch. Go Anyone on. who says the phrase guest shot in any of the comic book universes, because no one would say that phrase. Right. If they're not from outside that universe, they don't have the like that constitution to survive fr- the jump. Yeah. So like he was a comic book character and he just died because he can't handle the like transfer. Yeah. That makes no, sense to me. No, he, he, he said he was a kid who came into the weird comic book store. He had just said that. Then I have no idea the logic of this. Okay. All right. Continue. You ready? Yeah. Hey, lighten up, you complain. I mean, I told Wolf and Bean he would turn into an inkblot. The writing was on the wall. Wise guys aren't laughing. You try again. You're trying to be a stand-up right here. What does that joke mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about if we change his name to Spot, you suggest? Whoops, bad joke. Get that kid! The fighting vegetable, vegetable why, shrieks. Why is he starting to crack jokes? What I is know. this? Their friend just died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, he was just like, hey, man, you ever try cocaine before? And he tried it and died. <laughs> <laughs> and then all his other friends were like, oh, shit, this guy sucks. Wise guys hurl themselves at you. As you sink under the attack, you think sadly... Why'd I have to be such a wise guy? You, but you, weren't, you weren't a wise guy until that very moment. The end. Fuck off. Okay, hold on. All right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right. I still don't understand why. I guess. Okay, whatever. That whole thing was a setup for a wise guy joke. That was, yeah, that was the longest punt running pun. That was like eight pages to get to that one pun, which they already <gasps> I mean, that's, that's RL's forte, though. You're right. Cheesy jokes, right? You're right. Okay. But why would you? Okay, so you watched another kid just like yourself die. So you're seeing, you're seeing directly in front of you the the existential problems of this world that you're in, and you're and then after the kid dies and you sort of kind of killed him by the by the looks of things according to these other kids, you start cracking jokes. Yeah, you're 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 soulless. Wait, okay, I need I just for the record, he says I am another kid who jumped. Not the not the. Not no, he, he's not another kid who jumped. He's another kid who came into the store and, and he's like, I like being a superhero. I came into this weird store and I touched this comic and now I'm a superhero. He doesn't understand yeah. the jumping power. You introduce that to him and he tries it and dies. That's what happened. No, it's no, still, no, no. It's still, they, they know about it because he says guest shop without the other without you telling him about it. Read it again. Read it again. Yeah, we're hold on. We're going to break this down. It. Okay, we're break this down. A couple months ago, I walked into this weird comic shop and reached for the, this is Wolf and Bean, and reached Reach yeah. for the rack. It's cool. I like being a superhero, he says. And then you say, but what about the danger? You could turn into an inkblot. And then he says, what are you talking about? You explain. Oh, maybe you did teach it to him. I told you. Right. Holy shit. I didn't realize that the I you explain contained. I still say the rules of what Wally, who expo dumped to us, has said is there's no reason why he died in one jump. And we've done multiple oh, yeah. and fine. That's what I'm maybe, saying. Maybe because he cemented himself in this world for, he says, a couple months ago. So he's sure. been there for a while. That would, that would help explain it. Somehow you're like more part of the, we're, we're adding lore to a universe we really we'll never are. spend the rest of our time ever again. <laughs> we well, really we're trying to understand it. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. You know, I, I like kind of like this more because we have to fill in the blanks. Good job, RL. 
Oh, he's really leaving it up to the reader all the work. He is. Uh, I really don't like how he he made us kill someone and then made us crack jokes about it <laughs> until <know>. we died. <laughs> okay. I also like that the 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 Y men, the wise guys, the wise guys, uh, it had no problem with just murdering a guy. They murdered, they murdered Professor Xavier. Yeah, they murdered every. So, okay, here's cr- my rant. Yeah. Cyclops kills Professor Xavier a couple years ago under the power of the Phoenix Force. And uh-huh. the X-Men are still talking about it. They won't let that up. Like, that's a big deal. They just all group murdered their mentor and are but like, you're, whatever. You're a bunch of punk-ass teens that have I no guess. ties to this world. So they just turned that guy <sighs> into a smear on the ground without caring. I would caring. still kill. I, still, I would still care. I don't know. But whatever. Okay. Sure. This is, this is like a bad lucid dream, but everybody's lucid dreaming at the same time. Hmm. Uh, do you want to do you want to go to the horror section instead? I of think going we should. On the I rack? think we should. Yeah. Or this should whole, we go back to? Or should we go back and do Super Doer? No, no. no let's go to the horror Super section. Doer. Yeah. Right. Let's go Super back Doer. to that basement. I'm so goddamn pissed off with that name. <laughs> I want to. I want to know what 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 Glumped was. So that, I think that's in that section. We had no choice to go to Glumped. There was never an option. Yeah, yeah, it was like a random warning. Okay, so let's just, let's go back, let's say well, we, we could. We could if we go downstairs. It knows? says there's a tattered sign on the open door, or is that the, hold on. Oh, wait, yeah, no, the doorway is the glomped thing. Okay, yeah, give us a setup again. Okay, all right, you want to go back to that? Okay, you squeeze yeah, between the back. bookcases into an open area. A dusty light bulb dangles from the ceiling. In its dim glow, you make out another spinning rack full of comics. A sign taped to the top of the rack says, You think this is a library? Look, but don't touch, or you'll be sorry. He's right. That was an actual warning. It wasn't about his comics. It was about your own life. Hmm. Hind- hindsight. This is layers, guys. You peer at the comics <laughs> on the rack. Whoa. The issue of Ballistic Bug from Horace's slideshow. The comic is marked for two bucks, and up there on the top rack, is that an incredibly expensive copy of Super Doer? Then you notice something else. A doorway. Beyond the rack. Metal stairs lead downward. To the basement, you guess. An arrow-shaped sign points down to the stairway. To the, points down the stairway. It reads, Horror. There's also a tattered sign on the open door. Where I don't know where it would be on the open door, but okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you try to make out the faded letters. It seems to say, no admittance, trespassers will be glomped. Glomped? What's that? You don't really care. All you care about is making a tough decision. So do you take a cl- should you take a closer look at the rack, or should you go down the horror section? Uh, oh, I think uh, Samson wants to go down the horror section. Uh, I think he does. <laughs> he chimed in. <laughs> Samson, from three rooms away, chimed in. Let's, let's go to the horror section. Samson's vote wins. You head down the stairs, but after your first step, the whole stairway begins to shake. It's as if the heavy machine—it's as if heavy machinery is working underneath. The stair treads under your feet suddenly tilt. They crash down with an echoing mechanical sound. Glomp! Now you glomp. know. What? 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 You got you got glomped, guys. What does that mean? The stairway turned into a slide. Your feet skid out from under you, and you bang your elbow. You're going faster, and you can't stop. You claw frantically at the side, but you can't get a grip on the smooth metal. You don't even slow down. You just make a noise like nails on a blackboard. It makes a good blend... <laughs> it makes a good blend with your screams? What? As you zoom faster and faster, <laughs> deeper into no. the dark. I don't know if I, I... I'm not liking this blend here, but anyways... Yeah. Speed on to page 127. You roll, bounce, even tumble in a somersault. Then there's nothing underneath you. You shoot past the end of the metal slide and slam into a plywood wall. Then what? you thud down into the, onto a concrete floor. Oof, you groan. That hurt. On your, hand, 
damn, dude. I'm visualizing a child sliding <laughs> down a, a slide so fast that hitting plywood and falling to the ground. I mean, like, like, meanwhile, Milo, the comic store owner, is just like, nah, not my problem. Like, he's whatever. just like living back in his store, not worried at least about he, it. At least he didn't touch that rack. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, so, uh, <laughs> that hurt. On your hands and knees, you try to climb back up the slide that used to be a stairway. But it's too steep and slippery. You just slither to the bottom again. Trying to stay calm, you gaze around. You're in a small, shadowy room. Its walls are made of plywood. An opening leads to a plywood hallway lit by a single bolt. You walk down the hall. After a few yards, it turns. You find yourself in another little room. This one has three doors. You choose the right-hand one. Then I'm going to give you the choice. To find okay. yet another hall. That one zigzags to two more rooms. Then a four-way intersection of corridors. What's going on, you mutter? I feel like I'm... I feel like a, a rat in a maze. Turn to page 47. That's, Are we in a goddamn maze? Yeah, I think you're in a maze, guys. All right, did we turn into a rat? We'll find out. <laughs> did we turn into a rat? Is oh. this the little mouse detective? What's happening? Don't worry, guys. You have the solution. No problem, you tell yourself. I'll memorize my route. What? To make it easier, you decide to make only right turns. That works for the first four choices you face. Then you find yourself in a room with only one doorway on the left side. By the 10th choice, you're mumbling to yourself, trying to remember which way you went. This place is definitely a maze, and it's bigger than the basement of the small comic shop. You feel as if you've been walking for miles. How can that be? The next room you find is stacked high with old copies of the seller of scary stories. They're all the same issue that Horace showed you a slide of. The guy with the face like the warty pumpkin is the series host. His name is Milo the Mutant. Hey. Now you realize the comic shop shook. Oh my god! Now you realize the comic shop owner seemed familiar. He looks just like Milo the Mutant. I called it. What? This is starting to get creepy. Then you hear a, a noise echoing throughout the maze—a slow scraping sound, like a foot dragging on concrete. Someone or something is following you. What should you do? If you go back and see who's following you, turn to page eighty-nine. If you'd rather get out of there fast, turn to page fifty. Um, I think we should always check our back, right? Yeah, I think we should see what's coming. Maybe it's our friend from the comics. Wally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Wally you guys jumped are, out, yeah. You guys are crazy. We're going to page 89. Do we think there was another way for an old professor to get us out of the book? Like, remember how we were going to try to find an old professor and then we did? Yeah, and then he maybe, you us? Need, maybe you needed to be more aggressive. Or well, we like, needed to find a mad scientist. We just found a scientist. I, I bet it was like in fucking <laughs> Super Duper or whatever his name was. I bet it's in Super Duper. You think you think Super Doer was the right choice? I bet Super Super Doer had like a Lex Luthor character who was you're right. the one you talked to. Fuck, yeah. you're right. Shit. That's probably why. I'm not gonna I'm still I'm still glad we didn't go to that stupid joke idea of a title, so it's that's we're oh, good. Oh well, uh, at least you're in this basement with this gimp that you're gonna find soon. Okay, you tell yourself, so I'm being followed through a dark maze. I should look on the bright side. Maybe whoever it is can show me the way out of here. You turn back on your, on your trail. As you do, you notice a nasty smell in the air. It reminds you of the time your Uncle Mel left a bag of garbage in the kitchen when the family went on a two-week vacation, and it Weird. seems to be getting stronger, yeah. Uh-oh. You pop around the corner into a room. Light pours through a second doorway. It throws a moving shadow on the wall. Maybe it's Milo or, or whatever the owner's real name is. Then the figure arrives in the doorway. It's not Milo. This guy is tall, and he doesn't have a face like a rotten pumpkin. His, screen, his skin is greenish-gray, like moldy cheese. Puckered scars run up his cheeks. A, peer, a pair of big metal bolts stick out of his neck. It's impossible, but he looks like Frankenstein. What? <laughs> Whoa, Frankenstein's what? here? When he sees you, he snarls, Nyarg. 
Oh, it's friendly Frankenstein. Yeah, it's a friendly oh, okay. Frankenstein. Oh, it's a it's a Monster Squad Frankenstein. Cool. Yeah, Nyark Frankenstein. Turn to page one fifteen. For a moment, you can't tear your eyes from Frankenstein, but when he lurches toward you, you leap away. You dash down a hallway. The creature's snarling cry echoes behind you. As you race through the next doorway, you scrape against the rough plywood. Your jacket tugs you back when you take the next step. It's caught on a bunch of splinters. <laughs> you try to pull loose, but you can't get free. And here come the monster's scraping footsteps. Desperately, you wrestle out of the coat and keep running. You turn left, then right, then right again. After a few moments, the, cr- the creature's snarls become fainter. It sounds as if you're losing it. Should you keep running, or now that he can't see you, should you try sneaking away from the creature? I think we got to hang out with every creature. <laughs> One thing's for sure, you've got to find your own way out of the maze fast. So if you run, turn to page 86. If you sneak away, page 65. I we, think we, we could trick, I think we can trick Frankenstein. What, do we want to, though? He seems like he's cool, right? They're not no, giving it you seems the, like he's coming after us. But, <laughs> but they're not giving you the option to be friends with them, which I think is, I, Chad, I'm with you. I think you, if, there, if the option was there, I would say be friends with Frankenstein. Yeah, I think we should sneak away and watch and see what he does. Yeah, maybe okay. he'll, maybe he'll right. be cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Page 65. Your heart is pounding so hard you can barely hear anything, but you strain your ears as you tiptoe down the shadowy corridors. You peek carefully around every corner. You can't hear Frankenstein's shuffling footsteps anymore. Even his roars of, Yarg, have faded away. You've lost him. With a sigh of relief, you lean against a plywood wall. A moth moth flutters past you, and a hand grabs it and a hand grabs it in midair. Hey, that's not your hand. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's not. (laughs) You're very perceptive, guys. You spin around to face two kids about your own age, a red-haired girl and a boy with shaggy dark hair. He's Mm. chewing on something. Both give you odd, closed-mouthed smiles. I'm Cammy, and this is Jack, the girl tells you. I guess you got glomped, just like we did. How long have you guys been here, you ask? We're not sure, Jack swallows noisily, but I know I have... But I know I had short hair when I got here. You what? Look, you look at Jack's wild mane. This is bad news. <laughs> the other one's been cutting their hair, though. That's It's fine. Cammy's been cutting her hair. <laughs> Just go to page 117. See, it's hard to guess time. We can't tell whether it's day or night in Milo's maze, Cammy explains. <laughs> Where are they eating food at? Milo's maze, you repeat. So the guy in the comic shop is called Milo, like the guy from the seller of scary stories. He is the guy from the seller of scary stories, Cammy replies. Or he was. The comic was canceled years ago. But if there's no more comic, how could... Wait a minute, you yell. Comic, cre- comic characters aren't real. This is impossible. Jack just shivers. With Milo, anything is possible. He blames kids for not buying enough of his comic books. <laughs> Is that why he trapped us down here? I, I, what? This is going, this is convoluted, No guys. one's buying your comic books if you trap them in a hell. <laughs> Jack shakes his shaggy head. We aren't sure. Sometimes we catch him spying on us. <laughs> what? Whoa. What? And he goes, what? Yarg. <laughs> we think maybe he's masturbating to us. Maybe he's trying to scare us. Maybe he's trying to scare us. Trying, you sputter. I'm scared to death. Shudder along to page 107. This guy's definitely oh. jerking off to these kids. Jesus, this is like some sort of weird, like, child endangerment comic this book is, store. This is terrifying. Yeah. We, this is why comics had a bad rap in the 90s, guys, because of what RL is writing right now. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Milo last week, Cammy remarks. The werewolf was chasing us. <laughs> Milo popped around the corner. These kids are resourceful. Mm-hmm. Had to have survived probably a month in this maze. 
Full of monsters. Full, full of, of monsters. the universal monsters. Yeah. Milo popped around the corner and stared at us. <laughs> and he shook his head like he was annoyed. I'll never make my comeback this way, he said. Remember, Jack? <laughs> what is going on anymore? I, wanna, I feel gross. I want to know what Milo's up to. Let Jack- the kids go if you're not going to make your comeback. <laughs> Maybe he just assumes that he's already going to jail for this, so he might as well see it through. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Jack doesn't reply. He's staring over your shoulder. You turn to see a bug crawling up the plywood wall. A big bug. Jack grabs for it, and Cammy snarls at him. Oh, he's going to eat it, dude. A sound you'd expect from a wild dog, not from a kid. Jack and Cammy seem ready to fight. You notice how skinny they are and dirty and how long their fingernails have grown. Suddenly, Cammy seems to remember you're there. Look. You need to help, she tells you. Why not come with us? Yeah, you can meet the other kids, Jack adds. Your eyes widen. You mean there are more of us down here? Jack nods. We help each other. Getting help, even from strangers, sounds good to you. But then again, you're not too far from that trick stairway. You may you might be able to find a way out on your own. Are what you is gonna... this? Some some weird people under the under the stairs yeah, situation? This, some shit yeah, this going is, on. Wait, hold on, just for the record. They're not transported to a comic book universe. It just said, like, we were found there, right? He's trapping kids two ways so far that we've found, Milo. But this is One. a real-life, like, pu- like puzzle basement Milo's underneath the comic book store, right? Milo is, Milo is 100% a warlock. That's not, there's no question. He's a With warlock. a Frankenstein yeah. and a war- werewolf. And a werewolf, at least. At least, yeah. And okay. giant bugs. And giant bugs that he feeds to the kids. <laughs> okay that's how these kids are living which resourceful i'm impressed sure are you gonna go with jack and cammy are you gonna go alone uh we should probably go with jack and cammy they it seems like they got a, a people under the stairs situation going on we might be able to get out of here yeah up, they know how to survive shop. at least theoretically they so. are survivors you're gonna go with them yeah yeah i guess you guys sound like you're not really feeling this you sure yeah, hold on, let, me, think let me close this Sam- door real quick. Samson Sorry. says that you should do it. <laughs> okay, so you're following Jackie and Cammie. These dirty, weird-looking kids know about, their, about this maze more than you do. I'll go with you guys, you decide. Fine, Cammie replies, follow us. They lead you quickly through the maze. You're more lost than ever now. They yank you back when you reach a doorway. Jack raised a finger, raises a finger to his lips. The be quiet sign. Just so you guys know. Oh, okay. okay. Sure, sure. You don't understand why. It sounds as if somebody is using a chainsaw on the other side. But as you tiptoe through, you find the noise doesn't come from a machine. It comes from a pile of bandages on the floor. What? No, wait. Those bandages are wrapped around a body. Eek a mummy. What, what is this generic, like, horror stuff? Uh Uh-huh, and the mummy isn't dead. It's snoring. Jack steps right over the sleeping creature. So does Cammy. They both beckon you to you. The mummy makes weird gargling noises as you step over it. Okay. You're shaking so badly, your toe pokes the creature right in the side. The snores stop. Withered eyelids open. Dried out eyes like black raisins glare up at you. Black raisins. (laughs) What what a a wordsmith. Black raisins. That's the the name of my black metal band. Black raisins. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's dark, dude. That's Uh, that's a heavy band. I'm I'm spooky. You're real spooky. (laughs) You guys are going to get out of there. You leap straight into the air and zoom past Cammy and Jack. For the next few twists and turns through the maze, you lead the way. They finally catch up with you. 
Take it easy, Jack Pants. Old many, old Menies probably went right back to sleep. Menies? Men? Is that what? Is that like That's an the Egyptian name of the mummy? It's probably yeah. like an Egyptian name that they're shortening. I guess. Menies? I guess. What is he referencing? I don't know. What's? Hold on. We gotta look that up. Menies. Like, I don't know. It's M E N E S. Oh yeah, that's just an old uh, Egyptian guy. Good, oh, okay. Cool. It's an old good pharaoh. deep cut there, R L. I guess. Cool. Yeah, Tut. Go with Tut, man. Anyways, yeah, Cammy adds. After a couple of of thousand years, he needs his rest. That that you gasp. That was really a mummy. Okay, now you're shocked. They just told you about a werewolf and you saw a Frankenstein. But okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Cammy nods. The maze is full of old-time monsters. That's why you have to... Look out! Jack suddenly yells. You turn just in time to see a figure leap from the top of the maze wall. All you see is a pair of blazing red eyes flying toward you. There's barely times to raise... There's barely time to raise an arm to protect yourself. The eyes are right on you. You feel hot breath on your face. Then jaws clamp shut on your arm. Use your free hand to turn to page 101. Is that a goddamn werewolf? A werewolf, you shriek. Help, it's got me. Then you notice your arm isn't bleeding. It doesn't even hurt. The creature has no teeth. Whining like an unhappy dog, the beast man leaps away. You were lucky, Cammy says. If that had turned out to be the frenzied flesh eater, she shakes her head. The maze creatures are all from Milo's horror comics, Jack explains. Frankenstein, Menny's, Wolfie. No way, you burst out. Those things don't exist. You saw them, Jack insists. It's Milo's magic. He's totally a warlock. Holy shit. Jack and Cammy start walking again. You tag after them. Wait, if Milo is magic, why didn't he save his comic book? Why is he stuck? Good question. Why is he stunning, stuck running this dopey shop, you demand? You turn a corner. I don't think it's that dopey. He has an infinite labyrinth filled with yeah, all kinds of monsters yeah, yeah. in it, but okay. You turn a corner and crash into your two guides. They're frozen in the doorway of a big room. It's full of kids, and facing them is... Milo the Mutant, you gasp. I mean, he sounded a little more confident when he yeah, yeah, yeah. the beginning of that sentence. Anyways, he hasn't spotted you. Should you jump him or should you run? So you jump can, him. You can tackle him. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Get, her, okay. get him quick before he casts yeah, a spell. If it's it. Milo the Mutant, then he's a pumpkin and we could you smash can smash his sword. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Milo is ranting as you, Cammy, and Jack sneak up on him. I didn't do all of this for fun, you know, the pumpkin-faced ma- little oh, man yells. Oh, great. You're all down here for a very serious reason and I want you to go. Milo yells in shock as three as the three of you pile onto him. For a cool. little guy, he's surprisingly strong. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a low center of gravity, man. Hey, here's a true nerd fact. Maybe he gets his muscles from shifting around those huge boxes of comic books. Yeah, sure. I can tell you they are very heavy. They are, and and I, you were very strong working there, Dom. I remember. Uh, I could carry two long boxes full of comics at a time. That's so strong. They're very strong. But strong or not, there are more of you than there are of him. It's a short, sharp battle. But in the end, Jack has Milo's right arm. Cammy holds down his left, and you're perched on his chest. You did it! One of the captive kids cheers. You got Milo! Proceed, to, proceed in triumph him. to page 108. Do we do we beat the book? Hold no, on. we have we have to go in for the kill shot. There's here. a choice. Oh, I want to double. St- I want to curb stomp his stupid face <laughs> like a pumpkin. <laughs> American History X's ass. Yeah. Everyone in the room is whooping and hollering to celebrate your victory. You peer down at the helpless former comic book host. He seems oddly calm. His penis retracts into his body. Fine. <laughs> you yell over the noise. We got him. Now, what do we do with him? Make him make him let us go. One of the kids yells. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Make him let us go. <laughs> this kid is indoctrinated, dude. This kid has gotten full on Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. 
Yeah, Cammy cries. Milo must know the way out of here. But you find yourself thinking back to the speech Milo was making when you tackled him. He said he had a very, very serious reason for keeping the kids in the maze. Now you're getting Stockholmed. What could it be? <laughs> if you tell Milo to let everyone go, page 77. If you ask Milo what he's up to, turn to page 40. I, so the, the question is, do you take the red pill or the blue pill, guys? I think we ask him why he's doing this first. I mean, either way, we could still theoretically let him make him let us go. So you're getting red pilled is what you're saying. Is that right? I, I guess. Tom, what do you think? Chad, you're trying to come at this with a f- w- that that RL is going to be fair to us, that we may have an option at the end of this uh, choice. However, I agree. Let's see what he's up to. Can I chime in? Yeah. Or do, would you prefer me not to come into your, your solution? No, I mean, no, this is your okay. DM. You're the DM, man. I, uh, I, I think I'm with you because I think that the obvious telling him to let you go is going to be a failure. I think you guys are right. Or you kill him and like you're trapped forever. Yeah, you like yeah. I think you guys are right. So page forty, we're gonna ask him what he's up to. Why you ask? Why did you do this to us? Milo ter- looks at you in surprise. You know you're not the only one who ever asked. This is the deal, kid. I've got a shot at a comeback. One of the TV networks wants to make a show out of the seller of scary stories. No. He yeah. He frowns, but they're not sure my stuff is scary enough. So I got my old creature crew together and glomped a bunch of kids to see if we've still got it. <laughs> we what still do don't you know what that gosh. word means. It's just a word he's saying. He glomped it. It's all caps, too. It's G-L-O-M-P-F-E-D. Okay. E-D is lowercase, so G-L-O-M-P-F is an anagram for something. Okay. Um, got little old me pretty freaked is what I'm going to say. <laughs> glomped. <laughs> Because he's like, he's like, if he glomps a kid, it means it got him pretty freaked. Got little old me pretty freaked. So he's, he's testing to see how scary it is. You got a TV show. <laughs> Thanks, man. Got little old me pretty freaked. <laughs> That's the name of his TV show, I think. <laughs> you remember the slow-moving Frankenstein, the snoozing mummy, the toothless werewolf. To tell you the truth, you answer, your creatures seem pretty lame. Lame, Milo growls. Lame! Your prisoners, your prisoner flings you off. Uh oh. Hey well, guys. <sighs> okay. What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say it's like not our fault we said that. I mean, I agree, but like, okay, whatever. Yeah, fine. I know you were being honest with them, which some people don't want the truth. Chat. Mm, sorry. Please continue. <laughs> hey guys, you tell the other kids. Uh, I could use a little help. Milo makes a magical gesture. All the other kids disappear. You're alone with Milo the mutant. Wow, he's really fucking oh, magical. No. He's really magical. <laughs> so Milo glares at you. The greatest monsters of all time aren't scary enough for you. You think you could do better? Answer Milo on page 135. Okay. You might as well go for it. Yes, you answer boldly. I could do better. Yeah, right, Milo scoffs. Okay, close your eyes and think of the scariest creature you can. You guys ready for this? Choose the form of the destroyer. Sure. You You guys ready for this? Yeah. You close your eyes, remembering a horrifying creature you... From a book you read. What? A Goosebumps book. Whoa! Whoa! Yup. The creature, King Jelly Jam. Oh, shit! Yup. Oh, <laughs> I haven't a, read that book yet, but I remember that. I know who that is. Was a huge, quivering balloon of purple slime. Its watery yellow eyes peered over a blob of a nose running with white goo. It had big, rubbery lips that blubbered and burped. It smelled like dirty sweat socks filled with <laughs> rotten fish, or worse. And its gross, gooey body was always sweating. Not just plain sweat. King mm-hmm. Jelly Jam sweated live snails. 
Yeah. You open yep. your eyes to tell Miles. Is that true? I don't know anything about King yeah, Jelly Jam. Yeah, well, I can't wait for us to read this book. I don't want to spoil too much for one because it's coming up soon. But oh, it's a boy. pretty weird monster. Yeah. King Jelly Jam's real gross. You open your eyes to tell Milo about the creature. Oh, no. This is really bad. Milo is changing, mutating into King Jelly Jam. Shiver to page 84. What? Whoa. Milo must have read your mind and changed himself into your worst nightmare. His new, honestly, um, got me a little, pretty, got a little old me pretty, pretty freaked. <laughs> <laughs> His new body heaves and wobbles. He stares down, he stares down at you through King Jelly Jam's gushy yellow eyes. Well, he asks in a deep gurgling voice, "What do you think? Am I scary enough?" You gag. You'd almost forgotten that King Jelly Jam had disgusting bad breath, but Milo got it down perfectly. Your teeth are chattering so badly you can't answer right away. But what? Ge- but that gives you a chance to think. Is Milo playing with you? Does he just want you to admit that you're scared before he does you in? On the other hand, Milo is in, unf- in an unfamiliar body now. Maybe he doesn't know how it works yet. Maybe you should try to beat him. <laughs> so, do you admit what? you're scared or do you beat on Milo on page 14? I, 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 all right, Dom, here's my pitch. I think Jelly Jam is one of my favorite Goosebumps creatures, right? I, I, hold, it, I hold it fondly in my heart. I think this is a dude who's just insecure. <laughs> I think, all right. I think uh-huh. we just got to tell him he's scary and then he'll be like, cool. Thanks for your notes and let us go. Uh, I'm going to, well, I mean, how does, do you, do you know that a little boy could beat this monster having read the Goosebumps Yes, book? actually I do. Yeah, let's beat him. <laughs> no, 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 but do you don't understand? Like it's a long, it's not an attack way. It's a, it's a, I don't want to spoil the book, but it's a, for, a form of non-attacking. It's a nonviolent protest. You defeat King Jelly Jam by not uh, fighting him. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that sounds like a I'm, bad I'm, idea. I'm okay, let's, a little let's bit. just say. Let's okay. just ask him. Yeah, let's, let's, tell him he's, let's tell him he's whatever. You're going you know? to admit that he's, yeah, you're scared of King Jelly sure. Jam. Yeah. Sure. All right. We're going to page 32. Oh, okay. I, I give you, Crook. You're scary. The mutant Milo monster grabs you with a huge purple hands. With huge purple hands. Stinking slime oozes over you as he holds you in front of his face. His oh, yellow no. eyes blaze. You're sure, he demands. You're sure I'm scary? You can't answer because you're holding your breath. Boy, does he reek. The sour yeah. stench washes over you. Yeah, I believe it. You can feel it on your face. It stinks. Sour. <laughs> it stinks like acid. There's sour, dude. Wait, did it? Yeah, the sour. Ew. Get sour. Tell, tell Nika it's there. Milo, Milo shakes you. Answer me! His monster voice booms. Yes, you scream. Yes, I'm sure you're scary. Now it's your. Now it's only. It's not only your face that hurts. The skin all over your body seems to bubble and sag. So do the organs Ugh. inside. Even your what? bones seem to be melting. What? What's happening to me? You scream. Your throat feels clogged with slime, and your eyes go all blurry. Will you be able to read what happens on page one thirteen? Oh no. When your eyes clear, you find Milo standing over you. He's changed back to his usual ugly but not so scary self. A big scr- a big grin stretches across his warty face. Y- you didn't kill me, you stammer. Your voice, it comes out as a gurgling roar. No. Kill you, Milo laughs. Kid, you're my gold mine. I'm going to make you my partner, my star. What? You sit <sighs> up and bob squishily for a moment. What's going on? Milo's, why is Milo so far below? You wipe a drop of sweat off your forehead. Eek! Where did that snail come from? And when did your hand turn purple? Oh no. Milo has mutated you into King Jelly Jam. This is all I've ever wanted. This is all I've ever wanted. We'll make tons of money, Milo gloats. He waves a hand in front of his face. Of course, some of it will have to go on breath mints and deodorant for you. 
Your show is a big hit. You star with you start with TV, but soon you're starring in movies. Huge crowds turn out when you, whenever you make a personal appearance. They love you. But the real money makers are your El Grosso snail farms. Where do you get those snails? No sweat. Ugh. The end. What? Wait. I guess that was a good ending. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool being a giant jelly monster, but I don't know why everyone in the world's okay with us, but whatever. Hey, where do you get those snails? Where does he get those snails, guys? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll take that ending. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take that ending. I think that's a good ending. Yeah, it's, I, I like the... I we like became the, famous movie I, and TV stars. Yeah, I and like you that the horror monsters were, like, from comic books, so at least he's, like, some sort of... I still don't know what Milo was. He was a mutant from a comic book? He was a warlock. I think he's just a straight-up warlock. Okay, okay. But he was like a little pumpkin man. Yeah, pumpkin man warlock. He probably okay, did a bad yeah. experiment on himself that turned him into a pumpkin man. He seemed yeah, like a Mr. Mizzleplick or something. He, okay. He probably made love to a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> he probably uh, made a pumpkin he, wife for himself, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and fused and with fused. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so is this RL taking pot shots at... Uh, Tales from the Crypt, getting a TV show before Goosebumps? Oh, my God, you're right. I think also, you're right. Also a shot at, like, all old horror monsters saying that his monsters are better. Scarier, yeah. I like how this guy was trying to, like, get his comics back on the shelves or on TV by, like, getting kids trapped in his basements and then his old monsters will scare the kids. (laughs) But his old monsters, like, aged or something so that they aren't as scary anymore. Yeah, his teeth fell out. Uh Uh-huh. But he oh, also is has that the, what that was? Okay. He also has so. the ability to turn people into monsters, and yet he hadn't done that. He was just lecturing the children <laughs> on how they need to be scared of a sleeping mummy. Yeah, I was actually really excited for like a, a turn for Milo where he's like, you don't understand, I'm doing this for a reason. I have to keep these monsters like contained the spirits or the spirits need to be contained yeah i like that kind, kind of the plot of like the goosebumps movie i thought that's what they were gonna do like cool sweet but no it's like no nah, i'm just trying to workshop a tv show i also Gotta think look- it, i think there's a little bit oh go ahead oh no no go ahead paul i think there might be like honestly i think there might be a little commentary here because think about one part takes you into comic books where you just go on like zany adventures and it sucks and then the other one was the the true meat of the story which was trying to resurrect these old scary things that probably are what RL grew up with, and he probably doesn't view the comics as scary or as exciting as these old things. I don't know. It got me, little old me pretty freaked. <laughs> I just wonder if there's anything out of the superhero <laughs> side of things where, like, it would have been good. Uh, like, I would say our superhero ending was pretty good. I think so. Uh, where we were killed by Y-Men. We That's got cool. the, the wise guys to kill Professor Y. <laughs> Professor Y. Okay, I'm pulling up the wiki right now to read through a few of the other uh, endings, right? Yeah, we, we tore that old man's ass apart. We tore that old man's <laughs> ass apart. Apparently, that's considered a bad ending. Um, was oh, ours a good or a bad ending? Ours is listed as a good ending. I think it's good. We got yeah, sure. we became movie and TV stars. That's yeah, good, Yeah, it's guys. kind of a dark, dark one. Um, here's the interesting part. Uh, I guess more in the uh, comics books one. If you kept kept hanging out with Ballistic Bug, you would see that his uh, abilities are based off a radioactive spider bite, and his human name is Peewee Parkbench. So he's actually a Spider-Man oh, parody. Oh, okay. I had no idea that Ballistic Bug was Spider-Man. Okay. And Super and Super Doer, but apparently you said your version is Super Doer, right? Super Doer, yeah. 
Apparently, uh, that's the UK version, and the <gasps> other version is Super Duper, which is better and worse at the same time. Oh, my God. And uh, his enemy, I think that's probably where it would go, is Tex, which is clearly like Lex Luthor. Okay, sure. Okay, so there was the Lex Luthor. That's where we should have had Yeah, I don't know if he gets you out or anything, but that would sure make sense. Who knows? This well, book here's, is crazy. Here's the main good ending, which I think is probably the canon ending for this. Okay. Uh, escaping with the help of Tex, you learn that the comic book shop was closed years ago because the owner Milo died. That's what? definitely what does that canon. even mean? Yeah. Kind of, that, that's it's a ghost shop. Okay, it's a ghost shop who's trying to get a TV deal <laughs> for this old. Well, comic? this is the problem with all the Choose Your Own Adventures. There's no like canon storyline between the different endings like reality uh-huh. changes based on the choices that you made right like in one version milo's uh, just trying yeah. to work on a reality tv show and the second other one he's dead so like it's, it doesn't it's, it's schrodinger's goosebumps it, it's both dead and alive <laughs> <laughs> uh i i here's a few other weird endings let's read a few of these because i don't know what end of the fuck these are uh Tex wants to use a transporter ray on you to help you get home. You decide not to trust him after all and try to escape. But as you move, the ray hits you in the wrong place. So it kills you instead of transporting you. Cool. as your fault. Hits you in the dick. <laughs> hits you right in the dick. Uh, uh, let's see. A lot of just dying doing stunts or like moves. Uh, mm-hmm, there's a lot yeah. of like being killed via portal. Uh, you allow a radioactive bug to sting you, thinking this will grant you ballistic bugs' powers. But you oh, have a fatal on. allergic reaction, as it turns out you're allergic to insect stings. Oh, no, here's cool. a great one. All of them? Here's a great one. Several small insects bite and sting you and the other kids until you all die. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, I wish we got that one. This one's actually pretty great. You're about to be eaten by Jack and Cammy, who have resorted to cannibalism after being trapped in Milo's maze for so long. <laughs> That's amazing. I love how terrifying. Jack had freaking savage hair. Yeah, that was a whole concept I thought was very fascinating. That was. That was definitely uh, the coolest part so, of the whole thing. Uh, oh, this is where you're going to. You escape from the comic, but are the same tiny size as you were inside the comic panel. The <laughs> store owner catches you and crushes you with his fist. Oh, sad. my God. Sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, after Tex turns you into a giant dragon-like creature, you accidentally burn him to a crisp. So now you've lost all chance of going home and are stuck as a monster. You run outside in despair and are attacked by Wally, who is now a superhero called Natman. Okay. <laughs> I bet we kick Wally's ass. I yeah, think totally. so. Yeah. Did uh, we turn into Fing Fang Foom? <laughs> I get you know, it is it is Fing Fang Foom. I don't know if that's what he was referencing. Oh wait, but wait you're sure. a giant dragon man? Yeah, probably. Oh, interesting. Fing Fang, I like Fing this Fang one. I like this one. Swallowed by a huge snake like monster, which must be an ending in every book. Yeah, it's just a random snake. There's just one of them just has I've been like one every, part of the maze has a random snake. Every a sour book has snake. A, a sour snake, yeah. Uh, okay, and uh, to answer the Frankenstein one, you're trapped in the maze with Frankenstein's monster. Try to outrun it, but it catches up with you and begins to unscrew your head very painfully. Oh my god. That's horrible. So they were scary, so uh, whatever. These things all contradict themselves. Nutso right. book. Again, you can't, you can't go by one... There's no one reality in these books. Hmm. Yeah, okay, whatever, fine. I, I think we actually did pretty well. This, this might be our best run of I Give Yourself Goosebumps. This was the best. It was silly and, and pretty like like weird at times, but I got to say this was probably the best one we've done. There wasn't any dilly-dallying, right. which I appreciate. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, even the ones that were kind of like, hey, this happened to you because it was bad. Like, maybe we just got lucky and avoided them, but it feels like at least played with the concept. Yeah. All right. 
Okay. That's cool. I don't even have any notes on this one. No, I yeah, think... Ha- Glomp. Glomp. Yeah, what is Glomp? Okay, hold on. I'm going to look this up. Uh, I don't see anything on here about what Glomp is. We already is. decided what it is. Got a little old me pretty freaked. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty glomped after this. <laughs> Dude, this... Uh, listen, I swear to God... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, there is a word in dictionary called glomp slang to embrace enthusiastically to pronounce on and hug often from a running start. The term is mostly used by the anime fandom. Oh, interesting. So Wait. that must have happened after the this book. Is RL a Japanophile? Is he a weeaboo? is. They're a weeaboo. Yeah. Does he yep, like yep. Japanime? He likes Japanime, guys. He must like Japanime. <laughs> what do you think he likes? I think he likes, um, like, Trigun. What do you think he's into? <laughs> I was just talking about Trigun the other day. Holy shit. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, let me think about RL. What, what would RL like? DBZ. He likes DBZ? DBZ. You know what? No, I think he likes DBZ, or I think he also likes, like, Slice of Life, like Nichiju, or, like, I'm just, you know, the... Uh... No, I'm going to say Yu Yu Hakusho. I think he likes oh, some demons, dude. Oh, yeah, he's totally t- into Yu Yu Hakusho, or, no, no he's really into. What, um, what was the uh, one about the demon guy? Uh, he's into oh, Inuyasha? He's definitely into Inuyasha. Yeah, he loves Inuyasha, and he wants to be, like, just kissed by that fox demon. Yeah, that's actually what I meant, not Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho is like the fighting one, right? Yu Yu Hakusho was dope. Yeah, they all had like spirit, like He's a Naruto yeah. boy. <laughs> okay, so you're right, you're right. Uh, let us know what you think anime R.L. Stein's into, or R.L. since you listen to these. Let us, know, let us know what song um, was the best song, song on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I think that's another... Uh, Adventure episode of Give Yourself Goosebumps. Paul, thanks so much for DMing, dude. You oh, did a great I job. A, I had a blast reading to you, you guys. You had a great time. We had a great time listening to your voices. Uh, you? And we'll do another one soon, for sure. I just uh, have one last thing to say. Yarg! Ah, that old Frankenstein. Classic Frankenstein noise. Guys, a great way to help the show out. If you like the show, if you're listening this long, I'm going to guess that you like the show. But a great way to help out the show is by leaving an iTunes review. It's completely free. All you got to do is remember your iTunes password. There's even a forgot password button, and you you can create (laughs) a new one if you forgot your password. But you can log into iTunes, get to the Goosebuds page on the iTunes iTunes store and leave a review just like this one here. Which one should I read? Uh, your choice, dude. Dealer's choice. Uh, why don't we do by Tenums? There's a few Z's and an S in there. Uh, five stars titled Life changing these guys have taught me what it means to be a woman not only am i aware that the purge is happening but i finally understand the meaning of hakuna matata i shall pray to lord worm for the success of this podcast thank you thank you real inside joke build yeah real weird religion we're just building around this show really really is did we really teach this person what it means to be a lady i don't think so so. i mean maybe i hope so but i don't remember any of it so god i hope we taught the right thing i hope i I know everything worked out i hope i know enough about what it means to be a woman to be able to teach someone (laughs) really the worst source of what that could (laughs) possibly be be. yeah (laughs) uh i'm gonna read i got one here by kale football 56 uh it's c-a-l-e so like 
John Kale of the Velvet Underground. Sure. Uh, the opposite <laughs> of what it's supposed to do, I guess. <laughs> I absolutely love this podcast. I've probably heard each episode a dozen or so times, at least. I back them on Patreon, which you should do too. However, I'm the kind of person that likes to listen to white noise when they go to sleep. Goosebuds has taken the place of said white noise. Instead of static, I listen to culling plans, body hiding tactics, cell phone conspiracies, conspiracies, and most importantly, in-depth coverage of spooky, spooky children's books. Which is weird because when I was little, these books would keep me up at night. But now that they help, but now they help me sleep. Okay, maybe I'm changing this from five to one star. This is the exact opposite of what the books are made to do. These guys pass. <laughs> <laughs> Love the work you guys have put in, Paul, Dom, and Chad. Now off to sleep. That was very nice. Is white noise, is it still white noise if it's just three white guys? That's still kind of white noise. (laughs) I have a a tweet, I think, that I saved the draft of, which is uh, uh, something about white noise and, um, and Nickelback. Something along those lines. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. There's something, you got something going there. I did have something going there. It's good it's in the draft, so you can come back to it. There you is better a publish it though. now, though, or someone's going to steal that good old tweet. Yeah, don't steal my good old tweet. It's in the drafts for a reason, guys. It wasn't great. <laughs> uh, and I got one nice, sweet, and simple review from Beast Burrito. says, <laughs> Goosebuds, larger than life, five stars. Helps me on the way to work. Always makes me laugh. I'd say more, but I'm... I'd say more, but I'm on my way to work, and I hate my life. Well, Beast Burrito, that's heartwarming and sad, and we're hopefully can make your workday a little bit better. I'm glad I we hope- can do something. It got me. It got little old me pretty free. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> made me think about my real life. Got me a little pretty free. <laughs> hopefully there's no, like, I don't know, uh, like, work, very important job you have to do where our voices would be distracting to you. So, you know. Don't die from us. Don't die from us. Yeah, be careful, please. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, your your reviews do mean a lot. Uh, It's hugely helpful. And also, if you want to help the show in other ways, uh, our Patreon support has been tremendous to see. We love you guys so much for chipping in. Every single dollar helps. Uh, We actually just uploaded, right before this episode going up, the new episode for our $5 pledge level of Camp Goosebuds. Uh, Dom and I watched, based on your voting, The Pacifier a Vin Diesel kid movie that is strange in so many ways. And it is so crazy. It goes so many crazy ways. I would say it takes turns. Um, do you want to tease one thing? I would say who knew there'd be a Nazi plot in this Disney kids movie. There is a very serious Nazi plot. There's a Nazi plot and you can hear there are swastikas in this movie. <laughs> there are swastikas <laughs> in this Disney movie besides the ones that are hidden in every Disney animated feature. Um, did, did bed knobs and broomsticks have swastikas in it? I I'm sure they did. Right. Oh, it's been like a this. long time. They had to have I, a couple. I'm of not sure. I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but I'm just going to go ahead and believe you. Uh, but it's a great time. Uh, it's super easy to sync up with your video player. All you have to do is just pledge to the $5 level, uh, and we greatly, greatly appreciate your support. You can go to patreon.com slash goosebuds. Uh, and uh, The Past Fire is on Netflix. We usually try to do something that is on Netflix so that most people can watch it readily. So, yeah, cue it up on Netflix, turn it on, listen to us, Try to get through the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know what you think. Um, Guys, I think that about wraps up for the show. Any parting thoughts? Uh, No, no swastikas and bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm Googling it right now. That's my parting thoughts are with this movie. Okay, you've secured it. But those but when they get attacked by those floating suits of armor, 
comedy gold. <laughs> uh, it's great, guys. Uh, what else should we? What else should we say? Parting this thoughts on? from me on comics. Comic having worked in a comic book store, I yes. can say that this has never happened. <laughs> <laughs> At least that you know of, or maybe you're hiding something, Tom. And sh- shut up, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't think you're the booby looker guy, you're probably the booby looker guy. And if and, and if you're the booby looker, that's okay. If you're a booby grabber, you may <laughs> go okay. to prison. Yeah, not okay. Not okay. Not okay. Uh, guys, I think we'll end it there. Thanks so much for hanging out. I love you both. Love you, man. Love, love all of you. Love, love everyone. Love you guys. Got me a little old loved. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little old me pretty loved. <laughs> And thank you to our patrons. Thank you, Asim Zaman. Hollis Hornbeek. Alan M.K. Jenkins. Kale Clinton. Joe Casalas. Mickey C. Nicholas McCaskey. Jeremy Stacy. Dapio. Sarah Kemp. Paul Walker. James Romano. Y.T. Chan. Josh Ellenbogen. Fernando Espindola. Philip McKee, Zachary <laughs> James Boyce, Jared Mason, Zachary J. Boyce, Walter Frazier, Kevin Booker, Matt Flanagan, Ryan Fisk, Taylor Dierks, Jubs. <laughs> Here come that Meowmers. Oh shit, what up? <laughs> That's their Derek. name. No, it's good. Derek Dalton. Grady Wakeman. Ford Theater Reunion. <laughs> Melissa McPhee. The Rupel Productions. Sean Lyons. Jonas Blatterman. Mayor Negotiorum. <laughs> nailed it. I'm, I'm trying. That's you nailed it. You did a great job. Cameron Murphy. Grace Nickel. Joshua Lopez. Paul Grasso. Matt Hinton. Ben Bueller. Nick Hinkle, Jordan Wrinkleman, Michael McDowell, Benson P, Scapoosh, Dick Hayes, Brian Fernanen, Hi Rapuzo, David Cron, Fred Atkins, Martin A. Marcius, David Lee, Glenn Eisenhuth, Daniel Kalias, Zankiev. Jesse Stage, Ryan Kolka, Brian Wood, Kenneth Tyler Burns, I'm a Kevin, Will Scott, Madeline Volker, mm, Nathan Dolzow, Jim Grease, <laughs> Joshua P. Robertson, Clayton C., John Luke, Tim I. Helly, John Jimco, Axel Rock <laughs> Ed Burdick Mike Lantieri Nadu Pearl Henderson David Cole Kayla Thorpe Ronald King Aaron Manchester Buddy Morrill Ryan Wade Zachary Lawson Chris Birch Heath Robinson and Joe Scott 
Thank you all so much very much for your support. Again, you can pledge at patreon.com slash goosebuds. We love you all so very, very much. Thank Thanks, you. Guys.